Welcome y bienvenidos todos a Revenge of the Pod, where we talk about all things nerd culture, movies, shows, pop culture, even some sports, and a bit of ourselves. Now, I'm your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host, Jason. What's up, guys? We're excited to have you with us today for another great episode. You can expect to get out of concession stand. Uh, trailers come in soon. TV land and our feature presentation today will be catching up on Star Wars. What to know about Obi-Wan and some of our favorite things in Star Wars right now. Wait, why, why are we catching up on, on Star Wars the, this episode? What's going on? Anything special going on this week? What's going on? Um... You know, I just felt like talking. I just felt like talking about a galaxy far, far away. You know. Oh, I'm all about it, man. We can we can do that every episode if if you allow me to. Uh... Just kidding, guys. We all know this Friday. Go ahead, Jason. I feel like this is yours. You should be the one to say it. Oh man, the Kenobi series comes out this Friday, guys. We get two episodes, not one. We get two this Friday on Disney Plus. And I already told you guys last episode that you can catch me watch. You know, we're having a little uh, uh, what's it, what's it called a showing party. Is that is that am I, am I saying that right? Watch party. There we go. Well, freaking watch party. There we go. And I just found this out. Uh, we're, uh, the next episode after that comes out on Wednesday, and it's going to be Wednesday every week after that. Six episode series, guys. Um, super pumped for it, and uh, we'll we'll definitely talk about this later on during uh, our episode today. All um, right, but so, yeah, man. I mean, just just from there, uh, dude. What what'd you do this weekend, man? What's up, man? Let's uh, let's catch up. Well, for me, this weekend we uh, had some pests that we had to get rid of in our house, so we did a lot of cleaning, and that was that was it for me. I did watch a movie. I watched a thing. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it just yet. We'll get into that in uh, TV Land because I really enjoyed it, man. It was it was uh, very exciting. To be to be surprised by how good that that movie I watched was. I, I can't uh, wait to watch it too. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about, and I can't wait to watch it. Also, got one more week of school, so just powering through, powering through. Four more days. We're recording on Monday, the twenty third. So we got four more days, and it's it's over. Summer. Oh, you lucky bastard, man! You know I, think- I know. I know. Just taking a whole what two months off? Two months, yeah, yeah. Hey, much needed, right? Spend time with the kid, all that yeah. good stuff. Honestly, that's the best part that I get to just hang out with Katya all the time. Yeah, she's out of school too, so you guys can just hang out all day. <laughs> also, the other day I was reading an article, and have I missed this? Has this been like known information? Billy Eilish has Tourette's. Dude, honestly, I saw that in your notes. I I didn't know that. Yeah, like, she interviewed her, and I guess she recently opened up about it, and she's like, "Yeah, it's a pain in the ass." I was like, "Oh no, shit! I had no fucking clue. I had no idea." And I feel like I vaguely remember Gabby telling me this. And watch after the podcast, she's gonna be like, "You never listen to me." I'm like, yes, I do. I vaguely remember it. Vaguely enough, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what her her tick is or ticks are. You know. Because, I mean, I, I can't tell. But, you know, uh, Tourette's are very different, right? Either they're very visible or it's just something very slight that that you may have. So that's, yeah, that, dude, I honestly had no idea. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, just a, a little tidbit of news. A future of the MCU. 
Loki is the most streamed Marvel show on Disney Plus right now. Uh, the entire cast, by the way, thanks, Jason, is returning for season two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, um, good show. Again, if we're not counting the Netflix shows, that's probably number three on my list for uh, uh, the Disney streaming um, series that we've been having. Moon Knight's definitely my favorite one, but I'm excited to see season two and what they do with it because they left us on a cliffhanger and we'll see where they go with it oh that's fair what about you man how you, how you been what you been up to oh man uh yeah so this past weekend uh on friday i went to i went to go see a movie myself too one that you've been freaking telling me to go to 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 watch i finally <laughs> watched it dude finally watched it so we'll we'll definitely get into that a little bit okay okay uh, also, i'm excited <laughs> also last sunday i Last Sunday, not this, not yesterday, we're recording on Monday, but last Sunday we were recording early and we we're talking about the Suns Dallas matchup, game seven, all that good stuff. And I, oh man, when I tell you guys I had the best week ever just watching every Suns fans, just oh my god, every meme, everything. Suns lost, guys. That's all, that's all but and it's been a great week. <laughs> But uh, unfortunately, Dallas right now is down 0-3 right now. So uh, the Warriors. Dude. But I I'm still happy. I hate the Warriors. There's <laughs> a little fun fact for you guys. The Suns, probably the worst the worst Game 7 performance of probably one of the best, most favored uh, team to win the NBA. They had the best record in the NBA, and they were favored to win, guys, and they, they lost in Game 7 in the best fashion possible. Well, unless you're a Suns fan, probably the worst fashion possible. I. Hey, Jason, it was the fourth what is it you always say? What is it you always say? I don't know, man. What, what, the TikTok. Ah, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. You, you, you're throwing it up for me to lay it up, and I'm not. I'm not getting it. I'm not picking up what you're putting down right now. Moment was too big. Moment was too big. Pissed down his legs. <laughs> <laughs> the moment was too big, and I fucking loved every second of it. I was literally contemplating. It was the fourth quarter. They're being, they were, I think, down like 30, 40 points. I was like, should we go to downtown Phoenix right now? I just want to see all the Suns fans walk away in shame. Um, but I was like, no, that, that, was, <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was, that was too evil for me. But I, I loved every second of it. Uh, but yeah, That's dude. pretty great. I'm, <laughs> I, I love my Texas team. So right now I'm sad because I saw that, yeah, Golden State is up 3 nothing, And it's Golden State. God, I, I don't want them to win ever. You know what, man? I I like Steph. I like Clay. I like Draymond. People, I guess, just didn't I like, like him when Steph they got and Clay. Kiddie, right? I don't like Draymond. Ah oh, man, that just... guy's a big bitch. No man, he's just a very emotional person. He just the way he plays. You want a player like that on your team? At least one. Not obviously all your players like that, but you want that guy on your team. Yeah, maybe he I'm, does a lot. He's for just them. misunderstood. I, I really do think he is. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much all I did this weekend. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, dude, tickets went on sale for the uh, Kendrick Lamar's album on uh, this past Thursday. Another I'm officially sad going for me. September 10th, bro. I'm going. I got my tickets, dude. Uh, I great seats. As soon as they got in, I, I just pulled the trigger and I'm, I'm going. So September 10th, I'll be going to that uh, with some friends and my girlfriend. So I'm very excited for that. Um, after a whole week of breaking down the album, out of my out of my top Kendrick albums, this is probably my number one, man. I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm putting it in there, sinking it in. 
Um, I'm not gonna lie, it's probably my number four. Oh, number four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I still like it a lot, but yeah, I I I, it's not better than some. It might be my number three. Like I might put it in front of Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Well, Good Good Kid, Mad City is number two for me. But I, honestly, like, I, I don't think there's a wrong answer. Like, I, I think if you have at least three or these four albums in your top three or four from him, I don't think you're wrong. It's just preference, right? So, yeah. But that's just me personally. I love this album, so I can't wait to see what he does with it in his tour. Because when I saw the damn tour, the Kung Fu Kenny thing, it was always oh, so dope. So I'm Kung kinda, Fu Kenny now. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with uh, the Big Steppers tour. Dude, I'm pretty um, depressed, man. I kept looking into tickets and they just got worse and worse over time. Dude, they shot up the price. Get, it was crazy. I didn't, I didn't even get a chance, man. Like on Thursday, I was working. And like, I was really the, uh, I mean, Gabby was like, I'm not interested. I mean, she likes Kendrick, but she was like, I'm not going to pay that kind of money right now. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. We broke. So yeah. I was hesitant to pull the trigger too. Now I'm just like regretting it because I know I'm going to regret not going to see him, but. Anyway, I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude, it was crazy because I, I was able to get mine for 144 before uh, service oh, fees, and then yeah. they shot up to like 300 like an hour later. It was it was crazy. If you don't pull the trigger on them now, like you, it's it, they're you're you're SOL, you know. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, maybe someone is getting rid of their tickets for cheap, and maybe you can get one, and maybe you have a chance to go see it. You know, I don't know. You know, but I'll let you know all about it, dude. I'll make sure I take some videos for you. In case you don't go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, also, yeah, I just want to give a, a special shout out, a very huge congrats to my boy Nick Couch. Uh, he got married this weekend up in Flagstaff. He sealed the deal with his very lovely lady, Courtney, uh, officially Mrs. Couch, Mr. and Mrs. Couch. Uh, so, yeah, congrats to you guys. I'm so happy for you guys. Uh, I can't, you know, I, and, you know, they're expecting a child too, you know, so uh, good things coming their way. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, all my blessings, all my love to you guys. And, uh, yeah, I'm so happy for you guys, honestly. Um, I don't know you guys, but congratulations <laughs> as well. <laughs> and uh, just uh, just update you guys. Uh, there's some bad news. My girl, Doja Cat, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm I'm pretty fond of her. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Um, she had to I need, had, We like, need to have, like, a certain amount of times that you can mention that girl on a podcast. <laughs> a limited amount of times. Well, no, th- this, this is actually some updated news. She <laughs> had to have emergency tonsil surgery. Um, so she has to unfortunately cancel her tour dates and she was set to tour with the weekend as, uh, as the opener. And unfortunately she has to cancel that cause she doesn't know when she, it's not, it's nothing serious. She just had to have tonsil surgery, but obviously that's going to mess up your vocal cords. So she's unable to tour right now. And uh, so unfortunate because I thought for sure touring with the weekend and being the opener, she would get more attention to uh, uh, fans that may not listen to her. And I think it would, I, I thought she was after that she was going to start headlining shows because I think she's that amazing as a live performer. So hopefully she makes a speedy recovery. She looks like she looks like she's in good spirits. So uh, yeah, shout out to her and you know hopefully you make a speedy recovery. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, other than that, my weekend was pretty chill, dude. Uh, re- relaxing uh, for the most part. All right, that sounds good, man. I'm happy for you. And you know, shout out to Doja Cat. Hope she gets better. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate uh, you, man. I appreciate you. That's all for that. you, man. That's all for you. <laughs> you know, I will say all my students, they know her song, that woman. That oh, everyone yeah, of them song. knows that song. Yeah. 
So it's trust me, she's she's getting a lot of she's getting a lot of attention right now. All right, stepping on into coming soon. Uh, first off, Disney announced and released some storyboard art for their next Pixar project, which is called Elemental. This will be releasing uh, summer 2023. And as you could probably guess, it is based on the elements. Uh, the storyboard art showed a, a female character made out of fire and a male character made out of water. Uh, I don't know too much about it. I know that the uh, director is Korean and it may have something to do with uh, immigrating to a new place and finding yourself there. But I can't say for sure exactly what it is. Uh, obviously, they're going to have earth and air and el- all these elements coming in. Oh, I'm right? sure. I'm sure. So basically and then Avatar. Captain Planet is going to be in it. It's, it's <laughs> just going to be all of that. That's too far back for some people. Yeah, most people probably know Avatar, right? <laughs> yeah, showing my know. age here. God, <laughs> showing my age. You know what, man? I'm sorry, man. Don't, don't hate me out there, listeners. Captain Planet was all right. You know, it was in my show growing up as a kid. It was, it was cool, you know? I mean, I don't, think, I don't think anybody thought like that was their favorite show ever, but it was just like it was you knew it because everybody saw it. True, it was on at true. a time where everybody was watching cartoons. So, yeah, it was just uh, I had to bring it in there anyway. Uh, <laughs> live action Twisted Metal was announced. Thanks. Shout out to Cole, even though he doesn't listen to the pod. Uh, Twisted Metal show coming out. If you guys grew up in the 90s and played any of video games, you know what Twisted Metal is. They're coming out with the show. We'll see what kind of cool cars and what the storyline is going to be. I never played the games, but it just looked like car racing, and I don't know what else. Oh, Would dude, I, I, oh, I played the game. <laughs> uh, yeah. my, my favorite one was uh, Twisted Metal Black. That's um, everyone's favorite. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude, it was the best because they each had a storyline. Um, but it, it it was a gory it was a gory game you know you're um, they were I can't remember guys correct me if I'm wrong but the, pretty much the plot was uh, they each of these characters each of these writers uh, were uh, given a prize to choose like or either that or they killed either they kidnapped their family or whatever it was so they had to race for this uh, death race essentially uh, where they just kill each other with guns and stuff like that um, my favorite character and well not favorite character but Every, every known uh, the, the most known character is Sweet Tooth, the clown, where he has like fire on his head. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, if you were to beat the Twisted Metal Black with with him at the end, he was kind of a serial killer. So he ends up uh, like his prize. He like I forgot, I forgot. Oh man, he 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 ended, he ended up being just crazy. And like he he at the end of it, like he's like, nah, it's cool. I'm gonna just keep killing, kind of shit like that. I don't know, dude. Very, he's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's a very dark 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 video game but it was so fun to play because you're obviously you're just playing around you're just shooting you're trying to kill the other cars you're tr- it's last man standing essentially oh, but, was, okay. but okay. with vehicles that shoot like grenades and stuff like that very fun game man uh damn i can't believe you didn't play that um so I, i'm kind of excited mm, interested to see how they do it because we we got essentially got a twisted metal movie in death race do you remember watching death race with jason statham no i never saw that oh Dude, watch it. It's it's kind of shitty, but it's also it's so shitty that it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Is it like they made sequels to where it? it's like funny? Uh, not funny. It, it was just kind of cool because of the racing and like the how the way people died and stuff. Like you know what I mean? Because it was like live action. Like they fucking made all these cool ass crashes and stuff like that. Um, it, it was popular enough for them to make sequels out of it, which were trash. 
But the first one was kind of cool. I think it's worth worth a watch if you're bored, you know. Um, but... Oh, sh- I watch I watch all kinds of stuff all the time, man. I'm not, I'll probably I'll probably at least give it a, a good thirty minutes before I decide if I want to continue watching or not. Yeah, so it, it definitely uh, something uh, worth watch if uh, again again if you're bored. So going on a bit of a tangent here, since we're talking <laughs> about video games, do you remember Manhunt? Like dark video games just. Brought me straight to Manhunt. Did you ever play that? Manhunt. It sounds familiar, but I I, I want I definitely didn't play it. I'll okay, so it's right this now. guy that gets kidnapped, right? And then he wakes up in like random areas and he's trying to find his way back to these people that are I don't know if they've got his family hostage or whatever the story may be. But what you're doing is you find random items to kill people with. And they're literally all trying to hunt you down. Like it'll be like different okay. mobsters that are being hired to hunt you down. At some point, they drop you in an insane asylum, and these like extremely violent uh, people who are obviously insane, right, are trying to hunt you down, and they're doing like creepy stuff. By the end, one of the final bosses is a guy with like a pig head, and you have to like find a way to kill. It's an intense game. It is super gory, super dark, and honestly, it's. To this day, I still remember how much fun I had playing it, though, because you really, you really had to like sneak around. I because never... you're you're dark inside, huh, Luigi? Deep so down. dark, so dark yeah. inside. I'm really just an emo guy at the heart. Um, no, but it it reminded me a lot of. It's not a phase; it's a lifestyle. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> no, it reminded me a lot of Last of Us, and I haven't played it, but I know it's similar. Ooh, Last of Us. Okay, I've never played that one either, but I hear nothing but good things about it. I yeah, know. you can you can sneak cool. up behind people and like kill them and sneak up behind zombies, do the same. And then in I'm pretty sure um Metal Gear Solid, you can sneak up behind people because I played like one level one time and that's what I did. So it's kind of like that. A lot of sneaking around and find finding different objects to kill people with and get through the level without all of them finding you. Because if they all find you, they're all gonna chase you down and you have to run away and hide. And then you come back out and try to kill people one by one. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> tangent over. Um, next up is the new trailer for a movie that was announced, I think, a year ago. But I guess there's a new trailer out called Prey. It is the next installment in Predator. The Predator series is continuing. Disney's like, we know this makes money. Except they're putting it straight to Hulu on August 5th. And the interesting thing about this one, Jason, is that, you know, in all the Predator movies, you just see people usually like, you know, they're usually like military uh, in the previews. I've honestly never watched a Predator movie. What? So I can't say too. Yeah, I've never watched a Predator movie. I know I'm missing out on a lot of uh, random action films. But <laughs> Dude, the first one was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You I know. I know. And I haven't oh, seen the Adrian Brody one either. I heard that one was okay. Yeah, the oh yeah, where they go to a different planet, like they get sucked in and they abduct them pretty much and put them in a planet, and they have to. Yeah, dude, predator predator films are cool, man. I mean, I like the concept. They're, they're not Oscar winners, let's just put it that way. But it, you know, it's it's your basic man movie. You know, like you go in, you know what you're expecting, and uh, you know, people die. It's gory. It's cool. You know. Okay. <laughs> well, the twist on this one it is, is that it's based during the time period in which the Comanche nation was at its height. So this will probably be anywhere between maybe 1690s to 
the early 1800s. Like there's going to be a pretty big time period in which they can do it. Unless it's the Comanche before they got horses, then they will be a little more, uh, a little further back in time. It could be, you know, at any point, but I, I think it would have to be at their height when they had horses because they broke away. I'm, I'm going into history right now, but they broke away from, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Who needs that? Nah, just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they broke away from the Cheyenne in Wyoming. If the Cheyenne are in Wyoming, then uh, they, they broke away from the Cheyenne and that because they had acquired horses and they started becoming extremely powerful and started raiding and that was the height of their power. So I would assume if a predator wants to hunt this group of people, then it's probably going to be when they are at their best. Uh, but I don't know. Well, since uh, you haven't watched any of the Predator films, pretty much the Predator, it's an alien, right? It's an alien species that actually hunts for sport. And they do it to level up within their their um, their community, right? Their their planet uh, yeah. to, to be honorary, right? It's like, oh, you're worthy, right? Which I find pretty interesting with this. If they're going to go back to the Comanche, these guys are hunters as well. So, you know, see how it plays out. Who's a better hunter, the Predator or the Comanche, whoever they're going to Dang, after. I wonder if then the Predators that went up against the aliens had to have been like really pushing hard because aliens aliens versus predator not a great movie super fun to watch though because mm-hmm. you get to watch some crazy action scenes and i'm assuming that that species would think that these aliens are some of the most difficult uh things to hunt down yeah or it's, they probably just find humans like because they i mean if they're going back this far they're probably seeing them evolving so like hmm i wonder if they're better to hunt now let's let's try it again you know so it's just very interesting yeah, I would assume that then they must have done it. Yeah, yeah. Over the centuries, seeing like, oh, how about now? No, no they still suck. Yeah, they how about now? Uh, no, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, this is it. This is the time. <laughs> um, next up for me, though, I don't know if you're a fan, Jason, but I, I truly am. I do not care if you judge me for this. You remember the movie Enchanted? Oh, judging so hard right now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I remember the movie Enchanted. <laughs> hey, it's the one where they it's a princess that goes into the real world, right? Yes. She's like, a cartoon. And then she goes into real life and tries to find a prince, but it's just, it's the real world. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. Cause I remember watching it. My sister with my sister, I think she enjoyed it. I was just like, ah, this is all right. It wasn't for me, but it was enjoyable to watch. I'm not going to lie. Oh dude, that movie cracked me up. It's uh, so the whole premise is that she's in a Disney movie, right? She's a Disney cartoon princess she gets sucked into the real world and she's still living with those ideas and then over time she starts realizing that she likes real life she doesn't want a fairy tale she wants something more real she wants something with substance all right and so she ends up falling in love with this guy and all the blah 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 the romance part of it happily ever after right and it's amy adams i just want to i want to preface with that amy adams that was like the first love i ever remember her in I know she came out in other roles when she was younger, but uh, this was her like big breakout role. And she always said if they ever made a sequel that she would fight for that role. She was like, no one is taking her away from me. And sure enough, the sequel is called Disenchanted. They released set photos recently, and it looks like they might be heading into another. They're not a cartoon, but they're definitely heading into a Disney 
uh, princess world because they're in outfits that look very uh, what would the word be renaissance period maybe closer to the 1600 1700s very jane austen style but with like a princess disney theme to it and this and movie's said, kind of, i'm sorry i'm i'm sorry to interrupt uh those were the release set photos is that what you said There's yeah no they trailer out there yet nothing out yeah uh-huh. not that i know of. not that i know of. but uh it's coming out thanksgiving so i'm definitely gonna give that a watch i thought the first one was really great it was a really it was just a very meta idea and very original at the time and i thought man that's such a good idea and I like meta movies, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But I really like meta movies. So I'm excited for that one. <clears throat> All right. Next up for me is The Boys Season 3. The Boys hey, Season the boys. 3. The Boys. Now, The Boys Season 3 is actually coming out next Friday, guys. Season 3 premiere next Friday. If you have been cat, If you've been watching the show... You know that they left off with like some pretty big story. Wait, hold on, storylines. Yeah. Don't be mad at me. I haven't seen the boys at all, season one or season two. All right, I won't spoil anything. I'm just okay, saying they right, left cool, off cool. with some pretty big storylines that need to be, you know, wrapped up. And the preview looks like it opens up a whole new set of stories, and I want to see where it goes. Man, I'm excited. That show. Did you ever watch the also on Amazon the show Invincible, the cartoon? Oh fuck yeah, dude! I love that show. It's like I, a I li- that made you watch that show. It's like a live action version of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I keep hearing about that, but yeah, I remember telling you is like you should watch the show. I think you'll like it. Seth Rogen helped write it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, yeah, everyone tells me that it's exactly like that, so I know I'll like it. I just haven't gone around to watch it. So yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, good. I, I and you know, Invincible is written by Robert Kirkman. <laughs> It's uh, his comic was a Robert Kirkman comic. A lot of right. there were a lot of people saying that it looked really good, and then I finally got to watch it. And then I watched like I guess I had gotten on late. <laughs> I watched like the first four episodes. You I was like, "This it. is fucking intense." <laughs> Dude, every week I was episode. like, "I need Invincible." <laughs> Dude, that very first episode, the very end. Oh my god! Oh my god! It got me hooked instantly. I was like, "I need to watch. I need to see what the fuck." I did not this. expect it, and it's like a. It's a, it's a stinger after the credits too. You don't even see it coming. To you don't. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Anyways, and the boys. The boys, season three, guys, <laughs> June third on Amazon Prime. Uh, a little less than a month away. Actually, a lot less than a month away. We are, shoot, three weeks away. Well, a little less than three weeks away from Jurassic World Dominion, guys. If you've ever met me in real life, you know that I have always been a big dinosaur nerd. Uh, as a child, I wanted to be a paleontologist. I made my mom, although she was willing to because she wanted to see the movie too. I'm going to put that out there first. I made my mom wait with me for like three hours to go see The Lost World, the sequel, because they had oversold tickets for the for the first showing that we were supposed to go to. So not only were we going to wait, we had to wait until they cleaned the theater and then set it up again. Dude, remember having to wait for a movie? I mean, I, I feel like they set it up so much so much better now with the side seating now. Like, you have another yes. option. But, like, that part was kind of fun. Like, I do kind of miss that. Like, 
you know, they used to release them at midnight, right? So you you go there and like just make it an event thing. It was an go, actual midnight showing. Yeah, now they release them like on Thursday at set time, so they don't get slammed, which is really smart. Because I used to work in a theater, guys. Midnight showings were fucking awful. I fucking hated it. Concession stand was a bitch. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I, I kind of do miss like the just like everyone gathering around just to wait to see this movie. But at the same time, I kind of do appreciate that. Like that doesn't happen anymore. Um, yeah. You know, when we went to the lost world, I still remember this, man. I think I was, I don't remember when the movie came out exact. I think I was seven or eight. And my mom took me in the theater. We were some of the first ones in cause you know, we had been waiting there for three hours. Right. And she put me in my seat and there was an old couple next to us. And she was like, would you please, Keep an eye on him. And she was so nervous to leave me there because, you know, I'm, I'm her only kid. She didn't know these people. But right. they, they were very nice. And when she, she said when she came back, her seat was the only seat left in the entire theater. I was like, damn, for real. <laughs> like, it sold out quick. It's, I mean, everybody goes to see these fucking movies. So I'm super excited. It's a, supposedly, it's the last one. What I take that is, is that we're not going to see... Chris Pratt. Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard. We're not going to see any of them again. Like they're done with the movies. They can go on to new actors and they're probably going to do a Jurassic whatever the fuck uh, as the next installment. I have also heard that they're not going to do any of these uh, crossbred species of dinosaurs anymore. They're going all in on original dinosaurs again. For this movie so we're not going to see indominus rex or the indoraptor it's all going to be uh, actual dinosaurs so i'm excited for that it looks good man based off the trailers i personally like dude i like i've liked all the jurassic park movies some more than others obviously but i enjoyed all of them probably my least favorite was jurassic park 3 dude i'm not gonna lie i loved that movie what's really? funny is my least favorite is fallen kingdom I thought that was trash, but I know you said you liked that one. I did like so, that one. So we could trade off. We could trade off on those. But and I love Jurassic Park 3, man. The Spinosaurus was so dope, even though historically or scientifically it's found that it probably lived mostly in water and they wouldn't have fought a T-Rex a whole lot. Right. I like the uh, Lost World, man. That's probably my favorite one. I love <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, dude. He was funny, man. I don't know if he was funny. I got to watch it back again, but I, I enjoyed funny. it, dude. The Raptors are my my favorite out of the dinosaurs and there's a lot of raptors in that in that one so i think that's why i enjoyed it the most just the way they hunt them down you know in the in the high in the high uh grass right where they hunt them down yeah yeah yeah. was dope and those little uh those little uh, dinosaurs that like ate the guy at the very beginning the compies the compsophagus yeah Yeah. dude those things were those things were badass i don't know i i really enjoyed that maybe because i was really young and it's nostalgic for me but i enjoyed it more than the first one I mean, although I love the first one, don't get me wrong, but Dude, every time I, I watch the first one, it's like watching it for the first fucking time, man. That one, I try to think of like, because Lost World is pretty close, and then Jurassic World, the first one, is also right there. Those are like my I mean, top three, but the first it's the one, classics. Damn. we started it all. Yeah, yeah I man, feel you, it was bro. so good. Like that that moment when he gets up in the jeep, Sam Neil gets up in the jeep when he first sees the dinosaur, and then they they pan to what i think it's a brontosaurus or a brachiosaurus like the, the look in his eyes was legit i can still remember to this day 
that was the look in my eyes as a child. I was like, it's a real dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, dude, I felt the same thing. I feel you. Ooh. I felt that moment. You're right. That's exactly what I felt. <laughs> All right, enough nostalgia. Yeah. We're moving on. <laughs> All right, Stranger what's going on this Friday? Things, man. Stranger Things season four popping out this Friday. Stranger Things. I'm excited to see the end of this story. I think it was a really cool show, and they've waited quite a while for this last uh, installment. I think they were waiting for the kids to uh, get a little bit older to have the story go in a different direction. So I'm excited to see the ending, see how Officer... What's his name? Officer Hop? Holt? Hop? Holt. Hop? Hop? Hopper, Hopper, Hopper. There we go. We got, got there. It. We, we got made it, guys. it there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's we made it. <laughs> it. Took us a couple <laughs> tries. Guys. You know, it's a hopper. You know the hopper. Oh shit, uh, Hopper. <laughs> hey man, I'm glad he's alive, bro. You know, we'll see what what these past couple years where he went, what he's doing, what the or, that government's doing, and what they're trying to figure out. You know. Yeah, yeah, and see what that like human-looking creature is from the other side. Definitely a lot of questions, and I love that they're in a high school setting, and Eleven doesn't know how to react. Um, they're all kind of in settings that they're not comfortable with, so I definitely want to see how their dynamics are now. Bro, did you see um? What, what, what's the other female character's name with the red hair? Was it Max? Is her name Max? Shit, I don't remember her. The one whose brother died, right? Yes, I think it, I think her name is Max. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. But I think I saw another quick teaser. She's like floating in the air, like if she has powers. Did you see that trailer? I did not. Yeah, did dude. Not so it was weird. It was weird. So we'll see, man. I don't know. Was man. it? I don't know what's was going it on. strange? Huh? It was. It was pretty strange. Some, some strange, strange things going str- on. There were definitely some strange things going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, sorry if you guys hate us, but we had to do yeah, it. Yeah, sorry for the pun. <laughs> or not sorry for the pun. Whatever. Take it how you guys want it. Um, Listen, we try to be punny. <laughs> now, n- hey, hey. Now, Spiderhead, June 17th. So uh, I got a look at this trailer from Netflix. It is, I don't exactly know what's going on. I know that it's fugitives who are incarcerated. That much I know. They're experimenting on them. And they yes. agreed. I, I'm guessing they're like, hey, we'll take time off if you experiment with this drug that gives them certain euphoric feelings, maybe, from it, what I saw. It looks like it manipulates their emotions, right? Because you see yeah. in the preview, they're in this glass room being observed by Chris Hemsworth. Thor's a son of a bitch in this movie. And it looks no. like... <laughs> Not Chris Hemsworth, guys. I know. He's I too know. Sexy Thor. to be evil. Uh, those are the ones that get you. Those yeah, are the ones right. that get you. Yeah. Now, he looks like he looks like he's experimenting because you see a bunch of different emotions in them, and he seems to be enjoying watching the reaction, no matter what the emotion is. Like they're so, mad, or they they're really horny, and they just start having sex, right? Or I don't know. And there, one looks like there's a murder. There's somewhere they're crying. There's a lot going on. So I definitely want to see more. It was a big teaser trailer. But um, I'm excited to see it. That one is about a month from now. Spiderhead, June, June 17th. 17th, there we go. June 17th uh, on Netflix. Uh, last one for me in upcoming. Uh, we just saw the trailer came out. reason we're talking about it so early is that the trailer came out. 
Uh, it's called 3,000 Years of Longing. Gabby dropped this one to me. It's coming out uh, October. August 31st. And it looks like a genie story, but it doesn't look like any genie story that I've ever seen. It looks super psychedelic. It looks like it could possibly have some thriller vibes to it, or at least uh, some kind of the feeling of a thriller. You know what I mean? Where there's like a fast pace, you don't know what's going on, and there could be a lot of bad things happen, but it doesn't look like a horror movie. Because at the end of the day, it's still a genie that she has with her. And it's Tilda Swinton who discovers a genie who is, in fact, Idris Elba. So it's got two huge actors, um, and it just looks... I mean, you got to check out this trailer, Jason. It looks so psychedelic. It had a little bit... I don't know if it'll be as good, but it had a little bit of Everything Everywhere vibes mm-hmm. with just, like, all the directions that it is going into. I'm going to stop, a- stop you right there, man. You had me at psychedelic. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes in a lot of different directions. It looks like it jumps time periods. It looks like, I mean, obviously because he's a magical being, right? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different creatures that you kind of see, and then I don't know. It's hard to describe, but you can tell that it's going to be a wild ride. And I'm interested to see. I'm interested one to see another trailer to kind of find out more, and two to see why it's so scary to make these wishes. Uh, so I'm definitely Ooh. in for the ride because it looks like the story they're trying to tell is and be careful what you it. wish for. Right? Yes, right. The, uh. It's very much like she even says it in the story. She's like, every genie story is a pretty much a careful what you wish for. She says it in other words, but I can't remember exact. But yeah, man, I definitely encourage you to take a look at that preview. Um, my interest is peaked. What? Damn. Sounds we got like a, a lot of stuff to catch up on because we're only halfway, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jason, what you got for us this week? <laughs> Dude, there was a lot that happened this week, guys. And well, we're super happy for it because our podcast wouldn't exist for this, right? And if it wasn't for this. Uh, Marvel's production of Echo is officially underway. Uh, guys, for you guys that don't know who Echo is, uh, if you guys ended up watching Hawkeye, the series... It's the uh, deaf girl, uh, the one that was going after Hawkeye and, you know, to try and assassinate him, uh, played by Alakwa Cox. She's going to reprise her role as Echo. Um, so, yeah, so we don't that's pretty much all the details we got. I think it's set to to release next year, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, she's reprising her role as Echo. So we'll find a lot. We'll we'll get into detail more about her story and what she's going through, maybe how she came up working for. Uh, the kingpin or maybe you know all that well they did break that down in hawkeye right why she ended up working for them but maybe 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 a little bit more in depth of her character so it looks like all the characters that are being um shown to us that maybe have a small role that were very interesting have powers or whatever it may be sounds like they're gonna have a deeper role into this next phase of marvel so that's that was dope uh i i'm excited to see that i'm gonna watch anything marvel just because I mean, we have to keep up with this, right? I mean, we're we're fans of Marvel, so uh, keep keep your eye out for that. See what the trailer looks like, but that's all the details we got on that. Also, we got some more news on the Marvel series. Uh, a new Daredevil series is in the works to release on Disney Plus. Charlie Cox is obviously returning, guys. We saw him in uh, Spider Man No Way Home, so that's oh, dude. How how pumped were you when you heard that? Jason, I am literally hearing this for the first time. 
Are you and serious? I'm, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm. You, you threw me for a loop. Uh, what? Is yes, it gonna dude. Be like a season four? Uh, yeah. See, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But they said it's in the works. But it's it's a new Daredevil series with Charlie oh Cox. God. Oh my so. god, dude! If they do a crossover episode with Spider Man, that'll be the greatest thing. They're like such good friends in the comics. Oh, my are they? God. Oh. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking. They're homies but dude they set it up perfect for us dude for no way home you know like no he was there he was his lawyer you know so now like they had boom just it opened the gates for us some more oh my some more god Marvel how news. fucking exciting no hold on shut your mouth oh go ahead Don't i need to dude. i need to take this in for a second <laughs> i mean this opens the door for a lot of different i mean the hand can come back jessica jones can come back luke cage dude even iron fist bring him on in who cares if the show sucks for a little bit bring him on in i don't care we could have the defenders back and you could have actual mcu characters show up dude yes and you know he's gonna work with uh she hulk which we'll talk about in a minute well but you yeah. know he's gonna work well, with she hulk i'm glad you brought that up so guys she hulk is also coming out this uh she-Hulk dash attorney at law is set to stream on August 17th on Disney plus. And guess who's going to be in it? Charlie Cox, Matt Murdoch, AKA daredevil is set to appear in this series. And so this is already confirmed, man. This is confirmed. Yeah, dude. She's, she's a lawyer that based off the trailer, um, is she Eric at Banna's kid or something like that? I don't know how she got the powers, but I'm sure we'll find out, but she's a lawyer. in the okay. comics, yeah, in the comics, she uh, she gets well, she she gets uh, shot up by gangsters, um, because it's 1960s New York and it was crime ridden. So what's the first thing to think of? Oh, gangsters shot her, right? And so she has to get a blood transfusion, but she has a rare blood type, and only her cousin, Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner, okay, can give her blood. So the gamma radiation in his blood actually changes her biological makeup. And she becomes She-Hulk. Now, oh, in this one, sick. I okay. think it's going to be some sort of accident uh, that it happens in. Well, because they do in the trailer, they do show the Hulk in there, and he's trying to teach her like, like her, like his powers and like how you could control it and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. and it looks more like a comedy too. You know, like she she goes on blind dates, and uh, there's this one scene in the trailer where she's <laughs> on a blind date, and like every guy's like intimidated, but one guy's like, "Oh no, I love a strong woman." It's like, should we should we get out of here? And then like she ends up picking him up, right? Like they're about to go into a room and yeah. do the dirty, you know. So and I she's that was carrying funny. him like, oh man, that was yeah, great. yeah, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, dude. So yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I brought up She Hulk, but also in Marvel Universe, they just confirmed that Marvel is making a rated R Punisher reboot. Now there's no word if John Berthold will be returning to reprise his role as Frank Castle, but oh my god, I am fucking crossing my fingers because Yo, John Berthold did Cox, mention if Charlie Cox is returning as Daredevil, we can only assume. Yeah, he was well, a great casting, dude. Berthold did say I would only return if they make this rated R because I don't like. I think that's the best way to depict the Punisher, and oh my god, dude, that's dude, that's. My favorite series from the Netflix series was The Punisher. And I don't see anyone else as The Punisher besides John Bernthal. Yeah, no, he's in he's this the decade, guy. at least in this in this in this decade, maybe, you know, 10 years from now when he gets too old to play that role. There may be another actor willing to take that role. But for, for right now, dude, like that's 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 Punisher in my eyes. Yeah, like, I close my eyes 
and I picture it's Punisher. John, it's John Bernthal. It's John Bernthal, dude. It really Gabby's, is. Gabby's in love with John Bernthal, so she's going to agree with you on that. Oh, dude, me too, dude. Shit. Yeah, yeah, chill out, both yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but that, that, that's enough from the Marvel series, guys, uh, uh, from, from my news. Uh, also, just stuff, you know, I know we're only in May, but uh, a spooky season is not that far away. But uh, for all my spooky season people, all my Halloween fans out there, and especially our generation, uh, you know, if you were if you're 30 years, maybe maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, Hocus Pocus two is set to release on September 30th. So that's uh, going to start off our spooky season, guys. For right October. in time for people to watch it every single fucking day in October, because that's Until what people Halloween. like to do. And if, for those for those people, listeners that don't know, um, yes, all the characters are returning. Well, the, the witches, obviously. I'm not sure about the kids, if they're returning for their roles. I think it's – I don't think so because – Yeah, I think it's safe to say they're not the – they're not the draw. They're not yeah, the draw. They, because they're, they're looking for other kids now because they're too old now. They're essentially older people. Um, yeah. And you know what I hope they bring back from that movie? The phrase the zombie. Ya- No, the phrase Yabos. Yabos? Yeah, you don't remember that? I make it because I never oh, the saw little this movie as a kid. Right? I never saw this movie as a kid, right? I saw it as an adult. What? And really? at one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know this shit existed until I was older. And. <laughs> the there's a scene where the sister is calling out her brother and she was like oh yeah he says he really likes your what'd you call him again yabos and i was like yeah nobody calls them yabos <laughs> no one in the world but you know what i'm gonna Hash, hashtag I'm gonna bring say, back yabos bring back yabos <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man i was i couldn't get over it i was like who who are, hey. who says yabos <laughs> All right, guys, from now on, only call your girlfriend's titties Yabos, all right? <laughs> Jason, Yabos. What are you talking about here? Yabos. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> honestly, man, I'm excited for it, too, because Hocus Pocus was honestly one of my favorite kid films, especially during Halloween. I watched it with my sister, like, so many times. I fucking love that movie. Uh, so hopefully uh, they do it justice. I'm obviously going to watch it and might be disappointed, but hey, might not be so you never know with these uh sequels of just you know they're trying to reach back to you know trying to reach nostalgic with all the kids now in our generation and the millennials right now i feel like that's all hollywood is doing is trying to reach out to the millennials they're trying to bleed all their ip dry is what they're doing every single piece of ip they got they're like how much money can we make out of this? <laughs> and I'm all for it, dude. Uh, if, <laughs> if it we hits, are those people. We are those people. Come on, man. You know, No Way Home, what they brought back. You know, Tobey Maguire, dude. How awesome was that? You know? Dude, I that is, honestly, that one and Into the Spider-Verse, favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. So good. So good. So, hey, yeah. I hear, um, I hear oh, you have some video game news for us. You do have a couple, couple movies. But video game news as well. Well, I was going to save that till the end because our, our next topic is going to be the main event. Oh, wait. We got to hop into TV land. Holy shit. No, all right. All right. I'll get into the video game news now. So uh, for my Star Wars fans out there, for my video game nerds out there, there's a game called Jedi Fallen Order. That is probably my favorite game I've ever played in my life. I said it. I, I love that game. Uh, it's pretty much a, like a – how do I explain it? You're, you, be, you become a Jedi uh, during Order 66 
Uh, so it's a kid uh, who escapes from Order 66, survives it. And... Kind of like the guy in Rebels. Yeah, Ezra. Yes, correct. Oh, and uh, no, Kanan. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Kanan. Um, and you're, you're, you're essentially, you start off hiding and there are, there's some people coming in after you. Actually, I'll get into it later because that's going to be a whole breakdown. I wanted to bring that up. But essentially, they're making a sequel. They announced it. It finally gets a name now. It's called Jedi Survivor. Uh, as I mentioned, this is, again, one of my favorite games of all time. So the fact that they have a name for it now, it's in the works. When it's set to release, I don't know, but I'm super pumped. Oh, dude, it's so fun. You get to be a fucking Jedi using your lightsaber. You get to create your own lightsaber. If you want to have a dual lightsaber, it's cool. You get to use the Force and uh, just be... And it, and this is all canon. It all goes in... The storyline from the first Jedi, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the game, it actually goes into the story mode uh, within the uh, Skywalker saga, everything that we're seeing right now. everything. So if you play this game and you go through the story mode... This stuff actually will be a part of the movies and shows that we're watching. So if you guys watch The Mandalorian Season 2 at the very end, right, there's speculation is like who's going to be the person that answers Baby Yoda's call when he was looking for him. A lot of fans out there thought it was going to be this character, the one that you play, uh, Cal Kestis. Um, my, myself included and one of my good friends, Jermaine, thought that it was going to be him. Obviously, spoiler alert, guys, it wasn't him. It was Luke Skywalker. If you guys haven't watched it by now, sorry, suck it. Um, <laughs> but dude, he was he was predicted uh, by a lot of fans that it might be him uh, coming to rescue uh, Baby Yoda. It wasn't, but hopefully, maybe we see a live action series of him, maybe in the Kenobi series. I don't know. You know, who knows? But, who knows? Because again, it happened during Order sixty six during the Jedi Purge. That's just some theories that we'll get into later. But yeah, that was that. Um, did you want to know anything more about this the, the game, bro, before I go on? Honestly, I think we're going to get into that in the Star okay, Wars okay. section. So Yeah, see, that's why I don't want to get too much into it. I just wanted to release it. It, it got a name. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so for more up-and-coming, uh, New Ocean's Eleven movie is in the works. Uh, it's set to star Margot Robbie. Uh, as far as that goes, I, I love the Ocean movies. Ocean 8 is okay. I will watch anything with Margot Robbie in it, dude. Like, oh, same, bro. I will watch her take a shit. I don't care. She is fucking Whoa. amazing. <laughs> yeah, that sounded bad. My you bad, guys. <laughs> I just meant I'd watch her do something shitty. I'd still do it. You know what? Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Y'all know, you know what, what I meant. You'll drink her bathwater is what you're saying. Ugh. Uh. Um, <laughs> that, that, that inspired a like actual bodily reaction out of me. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, uh, Hustle. It's a, it's a movie uh, coming up on Netflix. Starting Adam Sandler comes out on June 8th. He Adam Sandler is actually a he works for the NBA as a European scout. My guess is from based what I saw from the trailer is early on during where the NBA is expanding and they're looking for European talent where there wasn't wasn't much of. And he doesn't want to be a European scout anymore. He wants to go back, stay at home. Have he doesn't want to travel throughout the year. The, you know, through all of Europe and being away from his family. So he, he doesn't have a great job within it, right? He's, he wants to work his way up where he doesn't have to do that anymore. He ends up uh, finding this talent. I forgot where from, where he thinks he has huge potential. So he goes up to this guy and he's like, hey, I think you'd be great for the NBA. And the guy was like, no, I, I got to stay here and work for my family. I can't 
this is just a dream. Like, I just love playing, but I can't, I can't leave and maybe make an NBA team and not provide for my family because we're struggling. And then Adam Sandler essentially is like, no, you're going to make it. I think you have the talent. But we later find out that the NBA executives are like, yeah, I don't know if this guy can make it. Like, if he can come over here, he can try out, but we're not going to guarantee him a job. So there's that drama in there to see if this guy's going to make it or not. And it looks it looks really good, you know, uh, for my NBA fans out there. Adam Sandler obviously loves uh, basketball. That's one of his favorite sport. You can always catch him playing the game. It uh, looks very interesting, but it's on Netflix. Again, guys, June 8th. Definitely going to watch it and uh, see where it goes. Yeah, I'm interested to see it. I mean, he's played in a few serious roles and does a fairly good job. So I'm interested. Uncut I definitely – uh, I haven't seen Uncut Gems, what? Uh, surprisingly enough. Yeah, oh. I've only seen bits and pieces, but it looks like he's done a solid a solid job at it. Uh, obviously, I, I think he's best in comedy, but it is what it is. Dude, after Uncut Gems, I can see him in uh, serious roles now. I can definitely see it. You You need to watch Uncut Gems. Yeah, I know. I feel like I've got a list of movies I need to watch after this episode. Dude, same. <laughs> hey you didn't mention multiverses that's why i brought up the games because i figured you were going to mention jedi fallen order um but... yeah no uh, what multiverses what do you mean you put the note in multiverses game beta released may 19th for free the one that we got the preview for in our oh yeah in... dude honestly i didn't Oh, there it is. I did not see that, dude. My bad, my bad. I, I Did you have a chance to play it? I have not had a chance to play it, but I definitely, if it's anything like Super Smash Brothers, I'm into it because it's got DC characters, it's got Looney Tunes, it's got like Scooby-Doo. Any Warner Brothers property is going to have characters in it, so, so I, I'm interested. It looks like a Super Smash Brothers, dude. I did not see that on my notes. I totally skipped it. My bad, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. I like, <laughs> I like Batman in it. Like you said, the Looney Tunes, it's essentially a super smash brothers, but it's a Warner brothers take on it. Uh, the beta released on uh, May 19th for free. If you signed up, I did not sign up for it because I went to go see a movie and then I just completely forgot about it over the weekend. Which means so, it's probably over right now. Yeah. The beta version is probably over right now. So probably need to reach out to Jermaine who probably played it. <laughs> well we'll find out though we'll find out i'm interested because i like brawler games like that i don't love like traditional fighter i mean i like them but i i don't like them as much as brawler games i don't know man i see you playing injustice every once in a while that's because Gatia loves it she <laughs> loves that game and so i play with her and i try to get her better at playing the game try to get her to understand like hey you gotta use both joysticks the whole time like she just kind of gets stuck watching and you're like, no, 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 you got to do stuff. Yeah. Dude, I, I love fighting games, but after a while, like you just, once you beat the game or like you just, for me personally, you just kind of just get bored after a while. I was like, all right, cool. Story mode's done. Mm, fighting someone gets a little boring onto the next game. That's just how I feel about fighting games. Sorry That's if true. I offend every anyone. Once, every once in a while, you'll get like the itch and be like, all right, let's go challenge let's let's do it and then you'll play a few rounds and then you're good exactly that that's that's how i feel like you're trying to get these cheek clap let me just prove to you i can beat you you know you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
Well, all right, guys. That was our up and coming, uh, coming soon, all that stuff. It was a lot to go through, uh, but we're moving on to our TV land now. And we got a few, a few things we want to talk about. We finished some series, finished some movies um, that we want to talk about today, what we, what our thoughts on, on it were. And um, want me to go first, Luigi? Yeah, man, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell right, me cool. about uh, the newest show you've been watching. So there was a series that came out on Hulu called Candy with Jessica Biel. Uh, it was about an axe murder that happened back in the 1980s. It was a five-episode series. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought Jessica Biel did an amazing job playing the character that acts this woman. <laughs> and, uh, oh, fun fact, Luigi. Uh, the, one of the male characters, the, uh, husband that, um, the husband of the wife that got murdered, is played none other than our Master Chief in Halo. Uh, I don't know if I told Pablo you that. Pablo Schreiber. No, you did not. Yeah, yeah Pablo Schreiber. Uh, dude, he looks unrecognizable. He looks skinny. He's wearing glasses. He has a mustache. I was like, this is not Master Chief. I'm like, holy shit, this is Master Chief. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. Um, <laughs> dude, uh, all in all, I, I, I recommend... Do I recommend it? Yes, I, I, I recommend it. Uh, the first three episodes, I really enjoyed. Uh, it, the first episode kind of just goes up, up, about talks about kind of the day that happened, the day of the murder, and it ends with them finding the body. Uh, the next two episodes is, is pretty much before the murder happened. The buildup kind of gives you a backstory of maybe what happened or why this happened. And then the last two episodes, this, the, the fourth episode is about kind of just them investigating the murder, getting the evidence. And then the last episode was a trial. Um, personally, my... They kind of lost me after the third episode. The you know leading up, you know them investigating the murder and the trial. It was kind of anticlimactic. Um, at, at, although at the end there was kind of a twist. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the acting was amazing. The storyline was great, but I just feel like they didn't really kind of finish it at the end for me personally. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, when they show the axe murder at the beginning, it's kind of anticlimactic right if you're if your case and investigation are building up to what you already saw yeah it seems a little um counterintuitive well, they, but yeah they, they didn't show the murder they just kind of it kind of essentially just like oh she they found her body right oh so, so they're like alluding to it right exactly so okay i i don't know yeah it's just i kind of wish there was more throughout the court scene uh you know the you know finding out whether why this person killed the person, what with their motives and all that stuff was. So overall, I would probably give it a, a seven out of 10. Uh, do I recommend it? Hell yeah, I do. It's, it, it's, it's a short series. It's five series. It'll get you sucked in. You can knock it out in two days. Um, to me personally, again, like I said, it just the way it ended, it was just kind of like, uh, kind of lost me there at the end, but I just thought the very beginning was so good that I do recommend watching it. That's that. And that'll be my take on that. You know? Well, Gabby told me the story, the actual story, because she, I mean, watches, listens to all of this stuff all the time on podcasts. <laughs> so she, she was like, I know I've heard that story. And sure enough, she went back to find the one that she, uh, she was thinking of. And it was her. And I was like, wow, that is actually way more complicated than I expected. That is not as uh, straightforward as I expected it to be. So well, yeah, too. I mean, the one thing that kind of tripped me out, though, was the trial only lasted eight days. 
So oh. yeah, dude, they're very short. So maybe that's why they cut into one episode for the trial. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like there was some stuff iffy going on with that. I don't know. But I, I recommend watching it. I think you guys will enjoy it. Again, I think Jessica Biel does an amazing job. Definitely Just... going to put it on the list. Gabby's Gabby's already talking about watching it. So. <laughs> uh Justin Timberlake also makes an appearance as a as a, as a cop, so I thought that was a, you know because right he's married with just he's married to Jessica Biel, so I was not expecting him on the on the on the series. I That's was like, pretty Wait, great. Is that, is that Justin Timberlake? I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you know, he's an actor, but I didn't. I was not expecting him at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was that, and then uh, I finally w- finished watching uh, Winning Time on HBO, uh, the the show about the Lakers. Uh, Dude, I love this. I love this series. Uh, at first, I thought it was a series, but the way it ended kind of made me think if there was a, a season two. Um, it was just it was it ended right after uh, Magic won his first championship as a rookie. He won it his rookie year, but it goes through all this stuff uh, through you know the kind of the, just the struggles of uh, owning a team your first year as as Jerry Buss, Doctor Buss, owning that. He's going through his mother's death, all that all that stuff. And but it doesn't go into when Magic Johnson ends up getting AIDS and has to retire because at the very first episode they kind of alluded to that. So I was kind of surprised that they didn't go into it. So it made me think: Is there going to be a season two and just going throughout the whole decade of M- Magic Johnson's career? Because it just literally just went through the first year of his of his uh, NBA career. So hey, I wanted to ask you something real quick about that show. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, go none of the people who were involved like the show is there any reason why like magic uh, johnson was talking bad about it i think i don't know about pat riley but there were a few other people who, jerry west jerry west didn't jerry, like it jerry west specifically yes uh so they were just like that's not they de- depicted me in in the wrong way uh, obviously all this stuff is based off of true events and stuff that actually happened but i think what they're upset about is like i that's not exactly how it went down. And they're a little upset because it made them look, I want to say bad, but just like selfish. That's not the re- yeah. Selfish or whatever reason it is. But obviously what do, what are you doing when you're making a show? You got to make it dramatic, right? Yeah. So, so they weren't happy with that. Although a lot of events of that did happen, you know? So there was maybe- one player. I wish I remembered the name. If I was a Laker fan, I would remember but they got uh they got a call from that person's i think daughter like like with tears you could hear her like with tears you couldn't see her but he, they were saying she had like tears and she was saying that it, it was really nice to see that her dad finally got credit um after all these years for for the work he did on that team i don't know which player it was but i guess it was a really big deal very emotional uh, again, I, I recommend it, and the, just the way they shot it, right? It looks like you're watching an '80s show, and then, but also <laughs> they were they're breaking the fourth wall as well, like the camera and like the edit and the way they made it look. It made it look very old school, so it made it look like you're watching uh, the telly, right? Uh, in the '80s, right? If like yeah, if you're yeah, watching yeah. the news or you're actually watching a game in, on television in the '80s, so oh, that's cool. Everything that they did was. It was awesome, and like I said, there's a lot of stuff. I'm a huge Lakers fan. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know because personally, I'm, I'm the Shaq Kobe era. 
So I didn't know a lot about this 80s stuff that was happening. Uh, so it was kind of fun to see, right? I, I mean, I've, I've seen the documentary with uh, the Lakers and the Celtics. I forgot what it was called, but I thought that was amazing. I learned a lot from that. But also it was just kind of nice to see just kind of maybe putting in some uh, emotion into these characters of how it might have went. Obviously, it probably didn't go like that. And I think that's what, where you're coming from. These people were a little upset. It was like, that's not exactly how it went down. But uh, overall, dude, I, I thought it was a great show. Probably give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, John C. Riley did an amazing job. The character that played um, Magic Johnson, too, loved him. Uh, just just every character in general, honestly, dude. Uh, I, I thought they all did a great job, and I'm, I'm hoping for a season two. I know they said it was a series, but it looks like, depending on how the people responded to this first series, that they might – they left it open for a season two is all I'm saying. So, Well, that's interesting. I hope they do have a season two so you can tell me more about it. Yeah. Uh, and then – uh, this past weekend, I went to go see a movie finally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, everything, everywhere, all at once. Great movie, dude. Loved it. I know. Loved it. You know the way you feel about Kendrick's album? That's the mm-hmm. way I feel about that movie. I'm like, this. that may be one of the best movies I've ever seen, if not the best movie I've ever seen. So I'm, I've got some high-ass praise for that movie. What did you think, though? What did you think? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm quite there yet. I'm still kind of, like, soaking it in. Going into it, dude, I, I was like, all right, cool. It's a multiverse universe, like, movie. So I kind of know what I'm expecting based off of what Luigi and my friends told me, that it's funny, got some action, but it also gets emotional. And I was like, all right, I, I kind of I'm, – I'm, I, I know what I'm getting into. I still didn't know I was getting myself into. Dude. Oh yeah, it <laughs> does. There's dude. so much in that movie, <laughs> dude. The the hot dog for fingers, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> um, obviously, you guys. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, just because this is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. It was actually I had two favorite parts, but uh, spoiler alert, guys. If you guys haven't seen it, you guys can skip this part. But um, Ratatouille, uh, yes, Ratatouille, guys. The movie Ratatouille. <laughs> They have this. <laughs> they have this other universe where instead of a rat, it's a raccoon, and they called it Rakakuni. And dude, I was rolling with Rakakuni. <laughs> there's a universe, not in ours, obviously, where there's a raccoon on top of a chef's head that makes him a wonderful chef, and they called him Rakakuni. I fucking love that, dude. Um. <laughs> Uh, another one of my favorite parts was, and it was only subtitles, and it was making me, it was, I was dying laughing. Uh, the universe where they went into and became rocks. Yes. And there was yes. nothing but subtitles, and it was all quiet, and you're just reading them, having a conversation, and the subtitles. Dude, love that scene. And the um, imagination in that movie, dude. Yes, I, dude. It was so imaginative. I loved, I loved every second of it. Uh, the character, the the husband, dude, I thought they did an amazing job too, man. I, I you know, he I was lo- the little boy in um, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yes, and the Goonies. Oh, he's in the Goonies too. Yes, know. sir. Yep. Um, he did you know he actually left acting for a while just because it was so hard to get a role because of there there wasn't so much Asian representation in Hollywood. Yeah, and he was saying the roles that he would get seemed a little questionable so he was like, i don't want that <laughs> so then they gave i don't know how he came about this this script but he was like yes i'm about it let's do it he uh, does such so, a fucking amazing job dude he did i loved it man um 
the overall morale of this story, like, or the overall, what I think is, you know, yeah, the whole morale of the story, I think personally at the very end, it was just, yeah. Okay. Maybe we're only here for this small moment and maybe we may not matter throughout this whole big universe. Cause we're literally, cause they, they, they go through multiple universes. Like literally our life doesn't matter. Like what does it matter what we're doing right now? Like we're all going to die. Fuck it. Right. That's definitely how the daughter feels. Yeah, exactly. And then the mother sees this one little moment where I was like, yeah, but this, these little moments is what we live for. We got to cherish those little moments. And she ends up showing her daughter that at the end. And I think that's what I took from it. It's like us as people. Yeah. We may feel little or just, I don't know. Like, yeah, things seem like they don't matter, but always cherish those little moments that are in front of you that are probably the most important in your life. And I felt that. I fucking felt that, dude. Oh, dude, at the end of the movie, I was like, this is beautiful. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But like a lot of the messages I got from it were like, you know, I mean, everyone, I don't care who you are. If you say that you have no regrets at all in your life or you've never thought what could have been, you're a liar. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. You are a liar. There's always something. That you're like, oh, I could have done this better. Oh, what would have, what would have happened if, if I had done this? And what's funny is that she, she lives a life of resentment for her husband, right? She hates her life. And she spends the whole movie being upset, almost the whole movie, until obviously the end, when she realizes her life is what she makes of it. Like, yep, exactly. Love that. Every version Damn. of herself. On the nose of Luigi. Right? Every version of herself has her own things that she struggles with. And yes, because, you know, there's, there's a version of her that's a movie star, right? Well, Michelle Yeoh. And she's like, oh, I, I need to tell him that I could have been a movie star. But then she runs into him. And it looks like he gave up just as much moving to the States with her as she did. Because he's wearing a nice suit. He's well off. All of those things. And in that version, uh, in that universe, he's, he pretty much says, like, without saying it, he's pretty much saying, like, to have a kid and have married you, I would and have given work all at a laundry mat. Yeah, yeah, he would have given it all up. It's like all like how are you? How do you deal with these problems in your life, and how are you going to make the best of them? Because they're there. They are your problems. They are the choices you've made. You can think about what could have been, but at the end of the day, you have to live with those choices and make the best out of them. And I thought it was just like such a relatable theme. The theme itself, just I thought, oh my god, yes, exactly. This is this is the kind of movie that I want to see when I go to the theater all the time. It's long. I'll say that you can feel the length, but honestly, it's not boring. I don't. You don't get bored. No, I did not. But you're at like, all. but at the end, you're like, my god, did I just get on a fucking roller coaster? I just went through some shit. Bro, it's... shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis too, dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she does such a good job. <laughs> I loved her <laughs> through all of them with the with the hot dog fingers when she's yeah. crying. Yeah, it's so fucking great. And it's funny because they use all this humor, right? And you know, there's that story of what you make with your life, and then there's like a subplot about her and her daughter, and like how we push our regrets and our insecurities and our fears onto our children. And you see it in her, and how her daughter has given up on herself already just the same way that her mother has given up on herself. And they tell movie and you're like, God damn, you guys are hitting some serious ass shit while also having scenes where people get beat up with giant, like 18 inch dildos. 
Uh, how do you do this? How do you do this? <laughs> or with a fanny pack, you know? Like, oh, yeah. dude, the best scene ever. Oh, dude, or like uh, where they like uh, stick a pretty much a what is a butt plug up their ass just so they can get a power. <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> the dude uh, comes in and just like hops over the cubicle to land on it. Oh, yeah, God, that dude. was hilarious, dude. I- I'm sorry, guys. I know that makes no sense if you guys haven't seen the movie, but like this is. I- exactly what this movie was about you're like, like you're watching and you're like what the fuck are they doing yeah like, there's like nonsensical shit that happens in the movie but when you watch it you're like oh i see why this is happening now it all has to deal with like accessing different versions of yourself in the multiverse and it's just it's the only way to do it is to do something freaking weird yeah stuff. do something totally random and you'll access another version of yourself right and it's oh man i i just had a blast watching that movie i can't wait till it comes out so that i can watch it again and well buy it and watch it again and then make everyone i know who hasn't seen it sit and watch it with me (laughs) it's a great movie dude i loved it i loved every uh second of it honestly so I'm, i'm glad i went to go see it and i'm glad i didn't wait till it came out in theaters to watch this (laughs) because <laughs> it was just awesome man out of 10 what would you rate it um i'll give it a 8.8 8.8 that's solid yeah. that's solid maybe, maybe a little exact. higher yeah that's very exact 8.8 all right I yeah like man uh, you know it's like a pizza review man you can't you can't give it a no rookie score you know <laughs> all right all right yeah. that's fair um, I know that we have a few more things to talk about, so we'll move on, even though I could legitimately talk about this movie all day. Last thing I want to say is bagel that looks like a booty hole. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the everything bagel. Yeah. I like that joke too, man. Uh, and they make fun of an everything bagel. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right. For me, uh, I also watched something nowhere near as uh, artistic or independent as everything everywhere all at once it's a disney film it is an intellectual property that's been around for decades and it is another nostalgic piece but my god it delivered it delivered uh the chippendale movie it was so good man it was so good dude i've seen trailers to it it looks really good I i hadn't seen it until you you like had brought it up not like I'm, we're wa- I'm watching it this week straight up guys so if you guys have never seen this preview it looks like who framed Roger Rabbit it's a bunch of different cartoon characters from everywhere not just Disney living among people and it is it is so self-aware so meta so it just plays on all of these funny things that kids movies do like there's a scene where chip makes fun of all these kids movies where like old characters are trying to make new movies and they rap he's like have to rap and then there's a scene where they have to rap uh, like they have no choice but to rap oh, but it, shit. It, they don't actually rap it, it's all comedic you got to see it it's hilarious uh but it worked out really well you see so many references and cameos it's insane like they referenced Jimmy Neutron, All Real Monsters, Scooby Doo, Batman, um, Jesus, what else? Bro, how did Disney get the rights to all that shit? I mean, uh, they got their names in a Disney movie. That's probably how they did it. 
They got that Disney money. <clears throat> what else did they mention? Ooh, you get to see Randy from South Park. Stan's dad, he is in a scene. Like, no very, bri- very, very briefly, and he doesn't speak, but he's there. Like, it's crazy how many different characters. 3D characters, 2D characters, real-life people all interacting with each other in everyday life. And it's uh, it's a movie that's got heart and obviously references the show. Uh, it, but in this movie, it was still a show, right? They just did a show. They were actors that did the show, but they end up actually solving a mystery. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much. So I'll say generally what the plot is. So the, one of their friends, the, uh, the Australian character, okay. uh, the, the big rat that, that hangs out with them, he goes missing and they're trying to find who who kidnapped him because the kidnapper is supposedly going to quote unquote bootleg him. And so the idea is like, you know, they're going against bootlegging, right? Which is, you know, of course, movie studios would say that, but, (laughs) but it's really fucking funny, man. Like there's, you have to see who the main bootlegger is because it will crack you up. It's so gross. And also I, I'm not going to give too much away because he's in the preview they have ugly Sonic. Do you remember the first Sonic oh, the Hedgehog yeah. movie? Preview? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, he has like a significant role in this movie. Fuck out of here, for real. That's hilarious, yeah, dude. They're making and a they... joke of their own mistakes and stuff. That's hilarious. Yeah, but that's a Paramount movie. Oh, Again, yeah. like, I don't know how they got all these people to agree. And what's funny is they like close up on his mouth because, you know, his mouth looked so gross. Yeah, it was so, yeah. Several times yeah, they teeth. just close up on the mouth and they're just staring at him like, ugh. It's, oh god it's fucking funny man <laughs> uh, so, so overall what would you rate it overall i'd say seven seven and a half seven point five okay uh for a kid's movie it definitely delivered it starts off a bit slow i will say that it could use a little more jokes in the beginning uh because the jokes start really picking up after the first 30 minutes but man it's it's still a great movie and if you're if you like that style of film like, I, I always thought as a kid that Roger Rabbit was the coolest thing. I was like, oh, my God, cartoons Dude, living among people. How awesome is that? And so I, I was all in on it. And seeing this movie, I was like, oh, man, I'm definitely going to watch this. And it definitely delivered. Um, you can watch it with your kids. If you got kids, guys, you can watch it with your nephews, little cousins, whoever. Maybe it is kid friendly, um, but it will bring something to the table for you. Also, uh, Disney Plus out now. You guys don't have to go to the movie theater to watch it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, also on Disney Plus, everyone. Uh, it came out this past Friday. Now, last thought for me before we get into our feature presentation. Uh, Halo, both me and Jason watched it actually a little bit ago. We did a little watch party. What did you think, Jason? What did you think of the whole series and the finale? You know, uh <laughs> Uh, it, it, it took a while to build up to what they wanted to do. I know we talked about this earlier, but uh, I, I, I enjoyed the last episode and they got me hooked for season two, dude. Yeah, they got me hooked for a season two. The whole season, as, as a whole, I would rate the season maybe a six. Um, it wasn't the greatest. There were a lot of like episodes that felt like they were going nowhere yeah like building up characters that i didn't know anything about that i wasn't invested in and if you don't have the fan base invested how are you supposed to get other people invested um there were just some 
there were just some things from that made the games and the stories from the games and books great that they could have built on that they didn't. So that was really disappointing. And I know they probably didn't have a big enough budget for what they wanted to do because Halo looks expensive as fuck to make. But then ask Microsoft, man. Microsoft will give you money? Shit. Um, <clears throat> but overall, I think the episodes that were good were pretty damn good. They were pretty damn good. The last episode, I would rate that one a little higher, maybe a seven. Um, they they finally gave us the uh, the action that we wanted from the first episode where we're like, oh shit it went to first person shooter because it, it brought you back as like if you were playing the video game so all the halo fans got to see that they sprinkled the action throughout the season do you notice that they're I, i'm guessing they're trying to see how many viewers they'll get before they green light a second season with more money because right. they did a bunch of action in episode one then i think in episode five or six and then in episode nine so they're like, we'll give you some action. Just just let us build up this story of characters that you've never heard of before that you're supposed to suddenly care about now. I'm like, okay. Which is why I think a second season will be a lot better because they won't have to worry about building those characters. They've already been introduced. We know what they're like. We know what their goals are and what their intentions are. So we don't have to go through this set of episodes where they try to find themselves. A lot of these characters know who they are. And going into another season, we can see them grow from there instead of being introduced to them. Yeah, exactly. No, you're right on the nail on that one, in my opinion, too. They, we just got to set you guys up for the next episode. And hopefully they, hopefully it's better because now they have somewhere to go off on now that we know these characters. God, and I hope they don't beat around the bush like they did with this season and some of the episodes. Like episodes three and four, I was like, they, these two episodes didn't need to happen. Y'all, y'all could have saved some budget. <laughs> Dude, right? Um, although I love Kai, man. Kai's the shit. Kai's the shit. Kai is the shit. Yeah, her scenes were solid. Um, I think Pablo Schreiber could have done a little more with the, the helmet on. You know? Don't get me wrong. It doesn't need to be like Mandalorian where it's always on. But Dude, this Jesus. Is the way. This is the way. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars. <laughs> Heading into our feature presentation, ladies and gentlemen. Holy one, Kenobi. We're okay. Oh, Star oh, I see Wars. what you did there. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> now, Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out this Friday. I have a friend who's, uh, who's a pretty big Star Wars fan. I think I should let him take the lead on this one. But oh, I don't man. Know. I don't know. Are you ready for this, Jason? Um, I mean, we what? What's five days, right? Uh, <laughs> an eternity, no, I, my friend. Look, you're talking to a guy who's waiting for the school year to end. Five days is an eternity. <laughs> wow, dude, think about that. So Friday's your last day, right? Mm-hmm. And Friday is the day. Oh, Holy One Kenobi comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a beautiful gift in itself, right there, dude. Yeah, yeah. Got, I mean, you got a little two for one special right there, man. Three for one. Because Stranger Things comes out too, but I'm probably not going to watch that. No, until, dude, like, come on, man. Monday. Two episodes, bro. Two episodes. You get two full <laughs> episodes of Kenobi series. All right. And um, Katya loves Star Wars, so we're going to watch that shit together. <laughs> oh, did you watch Clone Wars and Rebels with her? Most of it. She she didn't stick around all the time I watched it. Obviously. But she did like, what, watch it. <laughs> she's six. So when, when I was watching six. it, she was five. She would come in and be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, she was into it. She wanted a lightsaber. She's 
She loves uh, Baby Yoda. She even knows that his name is Grogu, but eh, let's be real. It's funner to say Baby Yoda. It is more fun to say Baby Yoda, even though it is Grogu. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, just just uh, we wanted her to break down things, Star Wars, stuff that we like, our favorite Star Wars moments, maybe our films, characters that we like, characters we hope to see. But I just want to give you a little synopsis of uh, where this is, where Kenobi is taking off from, where it's starting from. So if you guys are curious or maybe are not following the star Wars timeline, because let's be real guys. If you, if you're not an avid fan, you don't know where the heck things are going on. Right. Because the first trilogy, the original trilogy trilogy is actually before this Kenobi series, but then you have your prequels and all that stuff. So it's all confusing. So um, this, this episode, uh, this series takes place right after, uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, if you guys don't remember, Revenge of the Sith is essentially where Kenobi. Best Star and, Wars movie. Yeah, well, that best one Star Wars main movie. Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh, in, in your eyes, it, it's probably my, like my second <laughs> favorite film. But uh, essentially, it takes place where Kenobi had just bested Anakin in the duel, where they're in that planet with the lava. I forgot what the planet was called, but you know, he's like, "It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground." And then Anakin decides. <laughs> <laughs> slices him up and and leaves him for dead okay we kenobi does not know that he lives uh, honestly that, that that's he he leaves him for dead he's essentially dead leaves him so kenobi doesn't know that anakin is still alive because right after that scene right the, the emperor takes him and then gives him the suit and becomes darth vader after that do you want to know what that planet name was i looked it up for you Oh yeah, give me give me the name of the planet. Mustafar. Mustafar. Oh, did, I, did we say it at the same time? <laughs> it just clicked in my head as soon as you were about to say, it. "Oh shit, that's crazy." Uh, that was good. That was good. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, right after that, uh, Emperor Emperor Palpatine uh, takes him and puts him in the suit just so he can live. Executes and Order 66. Executes Order 66, kills all the Jedis, and Kenobi realized that he cannot, they cannot win, and Yoda and him go into exile. But before he does that, he goes to Padme, where she's dying, giving birth to Luke and Le- Leia, ends up dying, giving birth, and ends up taking Luke and says, I'll protect this, him, I'll protect him. And Leia gets taken by, um, Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy Smith. Yeah, for the people from Andor, <laughs> the people from Andor where she becomes a princess. So they take her and separate the kids. So essentially, Anakin can't find them if, or just hide them from the Emperor, obviously, because they think uh, Anakin is dead. Uh, he ends up taking Luke uh, back to uh, Tatooine and drops him off with the uncle. And essentially, and that's where we end up, where. Kenobi is like, I'm going to watch over this kid, and we don't know what's going to happen after that. In come the Inquisitors. As I mentioned earlier, guys, Jedi, the Fallen Order, <clears throat> takes place during this time. Side note, if you want to know about the Inquisitors, he's going to mention the show. Uh, we've got a few episodes that you can definitely look into. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, you're good, you're good. So, yeah, in come the Inquisitors. Inquisitors are pretty much... <clears throat> Force-sensitive um, 
maybe former Jedis or they were taken as kids and they were taken to the dark side to hunt these to hunt Jedi essentially uh, to work under Darth Vader. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor, which you guys see in the trailer, is pretty much the head honcho of them all and works directly under Darth Vader. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor actually was a former um, a Jedi Temple Guard uh, for, uh, for, for the Jedi Temple area where he protected the scripts and all that stuff. He gets transformed. I don't know. Maybe the, it, doesn't, it doesn't really say how it happened. Uh, well, some of the comics, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I, I didn't go too far into it. But he turns over to the dark side and becomes pretty much Darth Vader's right-hand man. Uh, and they get more of these Inquisitors to help hunt all the Jedi. Uh, so you'll see him a lot. And if you guys don't know who the Grand Inquisitor is, and or some of my Star Wars fans do know who he is, if you guys are watching the cartoon series, The Rebels, uh, you guys are very familiar with this character. Um, and just, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in this series because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of cameos that happen. Uh, for example, if you guys are fans of The Rebels, as I mentioned, Maybe uh, we see a young Kanan Jarrus, a.k.a. you know Caleb Doom, you know, before he changed his name to Hyde as a Jedi. You know, you know, you remember Kanan, Luigi? Yes. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that if you are looking into uh, seeing more of these Inquisitor characters, they, are, they appear pretty heavily in seasons one and two of uh, Star Wars Rebels. Now, I, there's a list of episodes, so I don't want to, I don't want to give you guys like, oh, this episode, this episode, this episode, this episode. Uh, so I'm just gonna let you know, seasons one and two, uh, they're pretty big. There, there are some specific episodes where they fight them, but uh, yeah, check them out. Honestly, the cartoons to me are better than the movies, so I, it would I be agree. worth it would be worth the watch. I agree, Luigi. Um... And also, oh, where was I going with this? I was going somewhere with this. Lost my train of thought. So sorry. So no. you were talking about the Inquisitors. You're just giving us some yes, context okay. of yes, the show. Yes, there we go. You got me. You got me now. Um, so as, as I mentioned, the video game also has the Inquisitors. So if you guys want to know a little bit more about the Inquisitors, again, the story mode is canon and goes into this into our Star Wars realm, realm with the video with the movies and the shows and the cartoons. Uh, and they break down the Inquisitors a lot more in this as well. So if you guys want to know more about the Inquisitors, you guys actually don't have to play the video game. You guys can actually go to YouTube and just put Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order story mode or the videos, and then it'll take you throughout the whole story mode of the game. So uh, there's also that if you want to go through it right away, if you guys are kind of curious about it, you can definitely know that because... Again, maybe Cal Kestis, the main character in Jedi, makes an appearance in this uh, series. I don't know. Again, if you guys have been watching The Mandalorian and the Boba Fett series, they've been, they've been releasing a lot of cameos from the cartoon series that we know and love, which is fucking awesome. And my reaction, and I know now your reaction leads you to because you, you've been watching the shows. You're just like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. I can't believe they fucking brought him to live action. It's yeah, amazing, dude. Uh, so some of my 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 hopefuls that I want to be shown into this characters being brought into live action is uh, Rex. He is. He is. Um, 
Anakin's right-hand man during the Clone Wars. Um, he's a clone. And he's actually one of the few clones that ends up getting the chip out of his head that makes you kill the Jedi. So he ends up getting away and survives. Uh, shout out Ahsoka for saving his life. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm, oh, I also saw some stills from uh, earlier this week of Anakin training in his general suit from when he fought in the Clone Wars. So are they going to show flashbacks of Anakin and Kenobi from the Clone Wars? I, I don't so. know. And if they do show flashbacks, then they have to show Rex, right? They have to show Ahsoka. They have to show all these all these characters that we know and love in live action. Now, there's another character that we've seen already in live action in Boba Fett, Cad Bane. He was very essential to the Clone Wars because he was known for killing Jedi. And he, and if you guys watch the Boba Fett series, he was alive during that series. He was an old man now and ends up, obviously, you guys know Spoilers. What I, I, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers, my bad. At the end of Boba Fett, uh, Boba Fett ends up besting him and killing him. But that was that's later down the road, so he's still alive. So does maybe Darth Vader or maybe the Inquisitors go ask Cad Bane for help and maybe to hunt down uh, Obi-Wan because him and Obi-Wan have gone at it multiple times during the Clone War show? I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, also, another character that I didn't put in my notes that I would love to see, Hondu, man, the pirate. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, he has no shame. Yes, Hondo, he, right? Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. He's he's not he's not bad. He's not good. He's a pirate. Obviously, he's very selfish. He'll do anything to to advance himself in his career, whatever money wise. He's driven by money. That's gonna be a far stretch for me because he's so funny as a character that maybe this six series episode probably won't have enough time for him. But uh, maybe, maybe a quick cameo, maybe a little shout-out love to the fans would be nice. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm kind of expecting that. Uh, but dude, yes, dude. I'm, I'm so pumped for this. I'm so excited because I know they're going <sighs> to – Disney has been doing – oh, well, Star Wars essentially just the, the directors, all the – every they're listening to the fans just like they are in Marvel, right, where they show things that we want to see. They're doing the same thing with Star Wars. Like, hey, guys, if you guys – pull through and are watching everything here's a little cameo for you here's a little here's a little easter egg for you guys for those uh um uh fans that are, are watching everything so here's a little love to that so i'm just so excited dude and i'm so excited for that rematch because you know they're practicing very hard for that duel because how, how do you one up that one that duel that they had at the end of uh of episode three I mean that's gonna be hard. I was gonna I was gonna say there's a few things to know about Obi Wan as well <clears throat> to oh, kind yes. of like build on that. his character. Uh, first off, actually, my favorite fight of Obi Wan is when he is fighting uh, General Grievous in Episode Three when he finally beats Grievous. Uh, and he's got all these soldiers going against him. He's on this planet. He he has to do all this stuff, but he's got a smile on his face the whole time. Like he's like. I'm going to kill you today. I'm going to take you down. It is over. <clears throat> it is so awesome to watch uh, Ewan McGregor have so much fun as the character. I just had to add that in because it was, it's one of my favorite Obi-Wan Kenobi moments. Uh, it, and it's a lot less, uh, 
a lot less serious than when he fights Anakin, because obviously Anakin is his is his Padawan, right? They have such a close relationship, and it's sad to see that go sour. I loved you, Anakin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's crazy that he admits that, right? Because especially I when you watch you. the shows, you're not supposed like, to have any yeah, love for anything. Yeah, yeah, you don't have these attachments. But I think, I mean, we've said it so many times, right? We've said it so many times that if the Jedi had seen past their beliefs and realized that having connections can be something that makes you stronger, uh, we could have avoided Anakin going to the dark side especially in terms of what Obi-Wan Kenobi could have done for him. Oh, I agree. And again, kind of going back to the Clone Wars cartoon series, I feel, though, as if Anakin would have known that Kenobi actually had a love interest before this, it could have helped him because he could have related to it. it like, yeah, down on Mandalore, the Duchess Satine. Satine Kree, uh, Kree's? Kree's, yeah, Kree's. I love her, guys. Again, it also shows that Kenobi himself, too, he ended up choosing the Jedi Order over someone that he fell in love with. And that would have been perfect to at least bring it. Maybe they bring it into the Kenobi series. Maybe they bring it back into flashbacks because it, it helps with Anakin's character development and also Kenobi as well. Because um, it shows, hey, maybe you, you're not the only one that had to choose between love and and secluding yourself from, from the Jedi Order where you, you're not allowed to have any emotions because that can corrupt you and can turn you to the dark side. I feel yeah. like if Kenobi would have opened up to him about it, it could have saved him. And you can see Anakin's frustrations when he finds out about the Duchess. He's like, what are you doing? Go to her. Like, what are you talking about? Because he's like, no, we we should be able to have these things. Obviously, because he's in love with Padme, right? Exactly. And it's just interesting to see because you do see more emotions out of Obi-Wan Kenobi when it comes to her, especially when she's uh, when her life is in danger and ultimately you know, sexual tension, man, too. Yeah, every time they <laughs> see each other before you know, before her untimely death. And ultimately, obviously, spoilers, guys, spoilers, 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 her death uh, in the main, I would say the main story arc that deals with Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? When they are trying to get, uh, when they're trying to get Maul, well, well, when, uh, what's his name? Gosh. Well, they're having a civil war right now on the planet of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. But who's the guy that brings in Maul, the one that has the Darksaber? Ah, I forgot his name. But he brings ah. in Maul, and Maul ends up having her killed, if I'm not correct. Exactly, Yes. And so when you see her die, that's the most emotion you see out of Obi-Wan. And he acts in anger. He acts in anger. And you're like, see, if you had been able to explain these emotions that you had to Anakin, a lot of this would not have fucking happened. You would not have created Darth Vader. Because he created... Exactly. He helped create Darth Vader. Like, it wasn't all his fault, of course. But he played a role. He played a very significant role in Vader becoming who he was. Also, spoilers, guys, obviously, Darth Maul comes back in the series, which <laughs> makes a rivalry come back between the two, because all Maul wants to do is find Kenobi! <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> Dude, oh, they have to show him, too, right, in this series? Maybe not. Originally, they, they were going to show him, but they decided... It's six series, um, right? It's a six-episode series, I forget, that they, they decided so much that they got to... If they yeah. bring back, if they, I'm sorry, not on Maul, on Vader, 
because obviously everyone's going to want to see Vader more. I like Maul more. I know, I know. I, I just don't though. care about Vader, man. He looks so goofy to me. He well, looks like a funky robot. It just it doesn't work for me. I mean, I think the way with the story is going, I think Vader is definitely better because, again, they say that you get the rematch of the century. So, and 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 if you guys watched A New Hope, uh, he says. I was like, you're old, man. Your powers are weak. But it says we also, like, we meet again or some shit like that. So they were saying that they probably met each other before the last time they saw each other. I don't know. Well, and also they know who each other is. Yeah. Well, well, Kenobi didn't know who Darth Vader was because, remember, he left him for dead. So he must find out another way of who he was. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. Yeah. The the episode in which he finds out. Who Darth Vader is? Like, remember when Ahsoka finds out who Darth Vader is? Exactly. Oh my God, that's going to be amazing. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we see a little bit of Ahsoka too. Yes, dude. By the way, guys, Ahsoka. If again, if you have not watched the cartoons, Ahsoka Tano was uh, Anakin's Padawan uh, while he was becoming a Jedi Master. Now, technically, he was always a Padawan himself, but he commanded armies. He was a general. Like he, he had the Whoa. skills. He just was never promoted to the, Jedi the- Master. Yeah, so the wars happened, the Clone Wars happened, so he, he was a general, but not a master, so he was allowed to have someone work under him and train under him. So that's that's why he was able to train a Padawan, because they anointed him as a general, because of the Clone Wars. If it wasn't for the wars, that wouldn't have happened. They wouldn't have given him that, that, um, that access, essentially. And, and Ahsoka Tano is so dope. Like, right off the bat, I thought she was such a cool character. She has a lot of, for lack of a better word, spunk. She's very excited. Bro, I hated her. super intelligent. I know, you always say that. <laughs> but dude, I was like, dope, dude, man. fuck Ahsoka Tano, man. It's like, dude, what a, dude. And then her character development is amazing in the cartoon. Yeah, there's even an episode where she gets hunted. Shout, uh, shout out to Manhunt the game. Uh, she gets hunted. <laughs> she gets hunted uh, by a group of those litter- lizard aliens. I forget what they're called. Um, but that's not part of. That's not really part of Obi Wan's arc. It's just an interesting episode to see. It is. I and agree. then another another good thing to know about Obi Wan. I just pulled up a CBR article. Uh, if you if you recall, there's like a huge section uh, in which Anakin figures out that he's going to become bad and he's trying to avoid it. And this whole time he and Obi-Wan are working together and it doesn't seem like they get to where they need to be, actually, obviously, because, because he becomes uh, Darth Vader. But it's called the Mortis Arc. Uh, do you remember Mortis? No, I don't, man. Oh, that's too bad. But if you guys check it out, look up the episodes for the Mortis arc uh, in the Clone Wars. It is considered one of the best arcs on the show. So definitely check that one out. There's also an episode where he actually becomes a slave with Rex and they have to fight fight their way out. And actually the people uh, who are also enslaved, if I'm not mistaken, are uh, Ahsoka Tano's species. And so they find a way to get out. They're forced into slavery and they find a way to get out. And it's just a really cool Obi-Wan story. 
just to see, oh. if you want to see more of Obi-Wan, that's another episode to watch. You know which story yeah. arc I like? The one where he faked his death and it actually fucked up Anakin. It may, it kind of started turning him more into the dark side. He faked his death so he can get and figure out where Cad Bane was trying to what they were trying to do with something. I forgot what it was, but he ends up like putting on different makeup or like I want to say makeup, but like obviously they're in a futuristic world where it changes his face completely. And essentially, he was he was playing the character that killed Obi Wan One Kenobi. Do you remember that story arc? Yes, yes, I do. That's and right, then, that's right. And then that's when they figure out uh, what's her name also turned on them. Barry Sophie. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's hilarious. I like how I like how you still feel it, you know. Um, but yeah, those are some good arcs to know about Obi Wan Kenobi. He's definitely overall like if you look at all the Jedi, he's like almost considered like the perfect Jedi. But he does have his flaws. He does have regrets and mistakes that he's made. And obviously, you're going to see them on full display in Obi Wan Kenobi because it's all it's going to be all about his regrets and his mistakes and how he's going to reckon with those after order 66 is put in place and all the Jedi have been killed. He's going to be getting hunted down uh, by the inquisitors. So it's going to be interesting to see how these inquisitors find him, deal with him. And obviously he's going to come out the victor, but you still want to see how it goes down. Uh, Cause if you see rebels, there aren't a whole lot of trained Jedi and there could be several inquisitors sent to take out one Jedi. Dude, it's crazy. And I think there was a, a scene or throughout the trailers where they said, um, be patient when hunting, hunting a Jedi. They'll reveal themselves because they have a nag for doing what's best. So if there's something going on, there's like t- turmoil like in a certain planet. If you see some like person like just come out of nowhere and save a lot of these people. There's a chance that that person's a Jedi, so we gotta fucking send Inquisitors down there to hunt this person down. It's crazy how they get turned on too. Like, dang, people are just ratting you out for doing good things. That's fucked up, <sighs> dude. I can't, I can't wait. I think we're just like going into peak Star Wars right now because they're starting to go into these storylines that are fucking great, and people are like, okay, well then, how did Anakin turn so fast? And now that I. This is gonna help Anakin and Hayden Christensen's Hayden Christensen's um, development. He, and like I said before in a previous episode, he watched the Clone Wars series, uh, the cartoon series, to help prepare for this role. So he knows all the stuff that we're talking about right now, and I fucking love that for him because this is such a great story arc for him, and just for him to kind of develop himself as a character. So. Again, maybe flashbacks that we'll see. Ah, dude, I'm so excited, man. You have no idea, dude. <laughs> we'll have my... plenty to talk about with you guys uh, on our next episode. We're going to do the recap as we do. So be looking for that. So, yeah, so uh, two, two back-to-back episodes uh, of, of podcast episodes where we talk about uh, Star Wars. I'm all for it, dude. That's right. That's it. <laughs> We'll, we'll be back uh, with you guys on that. And um, if we have any more recommendations after we see the first two episodes, we'll let you guys know. That's going to be it for us today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
thank you for listening in. We truly appreciate it. And we love you guys uh, for supporting us. Uh, Jason, you have some shout outs. Yeah, I do. So uh, just shout out again. Uh, just talked about it previously. Shout out Doja. Obviously, like I always do, please make a speedy recovery. We love you. Uh, shout out Eric, a friend of the pod, a.k.a. Duger Fresh, a.k.a. Prom Blanco. Um, catch his show, uh, Room 303 Podcast. Again, a big congratulations to my boy Nick Couch on, on his wedding. So happy for you, brother. Uh, love you. And uh, shout out Plants, you know. <laughs> you know, plants in your are house, cool. You know what plants I mean? Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, dude, plants are cool. Like just, just the aesthetic inside a house. Just makes that home a lot, a lot more uh, homey. You know what I mean? You know, and, uh, they say that having plants in your home, no joke, uh, decreases uh, the likelihood of depression and makes you more likely to want to be active. Dude, and I feel that every time I go in a house where there's plants, I feel a lot more uh, less stressed. Yeah. So yeah, shout out plants, guys. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, uh, revenge at, oh, at revenge underscore of the pod. No uh, spaces. No spaces, guys. Uh, feel free to leave us DMs. Maybe some if there's topics that you guys want us to talk about, we definitely would appreciate that. Whatever it may be, maybe just show us some love. We would appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you next week on our next episode of uh, Revenge of the Pod. I got one shout out, uh, Caitlin McCloskey, avid listener. Appreciate you. I had to give you a shout out. I didn't give you a shout out last episode, but thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.